One and two and three and four. There's murder and intrigue, but the kids of Riverdale are gonna be just fine, just fine, just just fine. There's Jughead and Betty, and Dad's a serial killer serving some jail time, jail time, jail jail time. We got milkshakes and pops. And mimosas at Veronica's Yeah, the kids of Riverdale are gonna solve some crime Some crime, some, some crime Cause the kids of Riverdale are gonna still be fine Maybe damaged, damn, damn, damn Sit right down, you're gonna have a real good time With Team Cheryl Who's Archie? Hello and welcome to Milkshakes and Mimosas. That cold open about eating cheese will be a mystery that you will soon become acquainted with. And who was that mysterious exclamator? Why was Jason? Hello, Jason. Oh, hello. How's it going? Oh, you know, better than Cole Sprouse's fashion sense. Mm. Uh, Valeska, how are you doing? Uh, I'm sad now. I've been Are reading some headlines. Now? You're sad now because you clicked on this link that I just sent you. Click oh, on I didn't this even link. see that link. I just, just click on that link and take a look at the recent, most recent thing I've seen with Cole Sprouse in it. That's his face. <laughs> danger, danger, danger. Uh, where Stop. did you send the link? Yeah, where is oh, this link? The, it's in the cast chat box, my friends. It is not. Okay. I'm looking at it right now. All right, well... Well, maybe it'll show up eventually. Maybe it'll show up eventually. I'm sad about a certain breakup that I've been reading about. Tell Uh, me all about this breakup. With a certain Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt. Bughead is no more. Oh, for like two days. They'll be back. They better be. They'll be back. You think so? You think it's the quarantine? It's, It's the, you know? Yeah, she's probably living her best quarantine life. Actually, her dog got attacked, like, in quarantine, and it was not great. Wait, is she quarantining with the? Did she attack her dog? No. How did the dog get attacked? She was walking her dog. Oh, okay. Still walk. You still walk your dog. And the dog got like somebody didn't leash their dog. Uh, (laughs) Oh. No, that's what happened. A big dog came and like just like colossally attacked her like little dog. And like the dog is in a full recovery, but man, it it was pretty stressful. Oh my goodness! Did she? I can imagine. I can imagine going through that is probably. A big thing that's why you know why she's so stressed the okay, early so days of the quarantine, I, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm looking at the link that you sent me mm-hmm. yeah i'm looking through these images uh-huh um when did cole sprouse turn 48 years old <laughs> that was gonna be my question oh you also see it now jason oh i oh what oh, yes i see it you can't so look at an the... instagram post are yes. those this those is a are... photo shoot this is a Wait photo a shoot. Are those real? Are those, is that like a Insta filter? Or those real flowers. Those, those are real flowers. Are real flowers? I believe. Okay. Okay. I don't mind the flowers. No, I wasn't. I wasn't judging. I was just asking. He, I was trying to... he looks like every deadbeat boyfriend from '80s movies. Like every single one rolled into one character. Either that, or he's like hunting men right. He's like a millennial Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. But double the age. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, you know what? I don't think it's that bad. Hot take. Don't think it's that bad. I guess that's a take. Whether Do you think that this is why they broke up? Do you think she saw these pictures? Oh, I think she saw these <laughs> pictures and is like, mm-mm, man is not the dangerous animal. We're not doing this. We're not, <laughs> we're not going to your quarantine with your island with KJ Appa to hunt men. It's not happening, buddy. That That's is not my... why they are in quarantine together. They are, according to one headline, lifting weights and eating cheese. That's worse. That's worse. I would rather they were murdering. That's why I think they broke it up. She's like, uh, no, we're not coming back after you quarantining, sweaty and filled with cheese. With um, KJ Appa. With KJ, yes, correct. Well, and if you see what classy st- like for a while, she was. Well, I mean, not too too long ago, but like. About two months ago, she was quarantining with Madeline Petch because um, she's got a she's got a YouTube channel because they were at the same house because like Riverdale had ended. 
like can filming. you um and switch who you're quarantining with doesn't that end you being quarantined i think if you well, like they, well they went for Van- two weeks yeah, they went from Vancouver to uh, like back to LA to finish. Gotcha. The thing, so right? not so, quarantining. Yeah. Well, okay. Not really. They're not. <laughs> well, whatever. Socially distancing after the end of the world. I don't know uh, how to okay. do it. But um, now uh, Madeline Patch is just like quarantining alone with her dog. It seems and doing cool crafts <laughs> and stuff. So like, it seems nice. I would love nice. to quarantine with Madeline. I think that would be super yeah. fun. Yeah. Her YouTube channel has been a joy, but one of the early ones, like when they were first doing quarantine crafts is what it's called, is her and Lily Reinhardt basically just drinking wine and making tie-dye for their dogs. And That's cool. That's the it's best pretty, thing I've ever heard. It's delightful. pretty cute. It's pretty cute. Question, is Cole Sprouse drinking water in this picture? That's obviously got to be white wine. Vodka? Is it white wine? Yeah. With oh, ice wait. cubes in it? Wait, why has it got ice cubes in it? Is that supposed to be water? What? Oh my god. No, just question. I, don't, I mean, you know, you stay you hydrated. I think Cole Sprouse hydrates, though. I mean, you got to hydrate. You know what I mean? I think he's, he's a, a hydro bro. Yeah, yeah, he's hydrating. Just... He's smoking Marlboro Lights, I think, in these uh, pictures. Well, as long as they're oh. lights. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everything about this picture horrifies me. I'm closing this. I can't look at this anymore. <laughs> they were so cute together, though. I'm, like, legit sad. I mean, again, I bet you they'll be back, man. Bughead can't. You'll never stop the Bughead. I don't think, yeah. I mean, Until the I show know. ends, right? Like, there's all like, there'll be in, there'll be a couple, uh, and then the, at Riverdale end, and they'll just be like, eh, nah, no, we're good. We're good. Now I just want to eat some cheese. No, you don't. No, you don't. I mean, cheese is pretty good. No. I'm not going to lie. Nope. Cheese is great. Nope, not cheese. a fan. Cheese How dare you? Oh, really? not a fan of cheese. Oh, right, you're vegan. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes. You, what? Are you yes. vegan? Yeah. Yes, I am. What? What? For real? That wasn't a joke? No, no. Straight up. He and I talked about this. I didn't think that you were here. I guess I guess I'm, you know, coming out on the show all of a sudden. But yes, since yes, when have you always uh, been a vegan? For a long, th- for a while. For, well, that's cool. Know, I didn't know that. That's cool. Wow, it's like you're a real person. More we're I learned. Learning, we're learning. <laughs> real person. Jesus Christ. We're learning, we're learning things. You know, this is now an educational podcast, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no cheese because Jason's vegan. Well, I, I, you know, I had a I had a delightful uh, shepherd's pie today with uh, vegan cheese in it. So you know, I have vegan cheese. You know, I can't remember. Did you mention uh, off the top that we are not actually recapping an episode this episode? Just for I the people not. who are like uh, no. waiting for us to stop talking and start talking about an episode, we're not going to no. do it, guys. No, we're not going to do it. We, we're actually uh, this is just a relaxed, fun episode where we have an announcement at the end. But for the most part, mm-hmm. we're just kind of hanging out, chatting, seeing how everyone's doing. Yeah. Um, let's see what Kerr Smith is up to during the quarantine. I know that we like rag on Mr. Honey a lot, but I just want to apologize to Kerr Smith personally because I do enjoy him as an actor mm-hmm. and as a Dawson's Creek icon. Yes, he is a Dawson's Creek icon. That's true. How do you feel about that, Andrew? Ah, feel pretty good. Now me, <laughs> him and all. Is he, in the creek with Dawson. Is he quarantined is with he? James Vanderbeek? You guys, what if we did like a line reading of a Dawson's Creek episode, but we every time we had Jack talk, <laughs> we just had the Mr. Honey voice? Mmm, I like it. It's me, Mr. Honey. Wait, Kurt Smith was in Final Destination? He's the yeah. main star of Final Destination? The main oh. star. You've been what? ragging on this man for like a year now, and you, you never bothered looking into it. his IMDb. Right? How I'm dare gonna... you? He does. Is it the... Oh, he's oh he's the douchebag. Yeah. Oh, I don't like him. <laughs> that explains everything. That explains uh-huh. everything. I've learned that a lot of people I have weird hatred for is because they were the douchebags in teen horror movies. Because that's why I had such a problem with that Pacey fellow. How fucking dare you? Uh, Joshua Jackson is a saint. Yes. Yes, Joshua Jackson. Beautiful. He had frosted tips in Urban Legend. We all had frosted tips in the 90s. Not in the movie Urban Legend, though. (laughs) He's delightful in that movie, all right? He's terrible in that movie. He's a delightful human being. Yes, he is. I love that. He has a glint, a twinkle in his eye. I'm looking at his eyes right now. No twinkles. No twinkles. They're photoshopped out. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll accept. He's wearing a fedora in this picture. He's no. Good. He's acting. He's... <laughs> he's at a panel. If he's at a panel, he's not acting. He's reacting. 
Uh, apologies to Sophie. Uh, Joshua Jackson is, of course, a wonderful human being, and we all respect his work. <laughs> Sophie and I have talked numerous times about having just a Joshua Jackson podcast, and it's going to happen. Just mm-hmm. let me know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did it, whatever happened to? Weren't you guys going to do a fringe podcast? Yeah, I got busy. That'll happen though. That'll oh, be okay. I I was really worried. You're like, yeah, we did like three seasons. And you haven't listened. <laughs> and I'd be like, no, no, spinning, spinning. That'll down. happen though, because I, you know, I could talk about fringe quite a bit. It's a delightful show. It is a delightful show. It is a delightful show. So I found out something interesting today, which uh, which might be might be a thing that people find cool, or might be a thing that people find lame. So did you know that there is a character who appears in both Katie Keene and first season of Riverdale, but they're played by a different actress, actor, act actress and actor. Wait. Wait. Can you? rephrase that i don't even know what you said i'm so a little confused to that question is no <laughs> also i've never seen katie keen okay maybe it's not even the same thing okay oh my so God. this is Holy okay fuck in so we're the at Archie 10 minutes 22 in, seconds if you want to mark that in the no no this is a good <laughs> point that's a good point <clears throat> okay so in katie keen Mm-hmm. which is the new show, and Riverdale, there mm-hmm. is a character with the same name. But they are played by different performers. Hmm. Is it Hot Dog? Is it the dog? No, no of course they didn't put Hot Dog. It's a good guess, there. though. Thank you. Ginger Lopez. Oh. Mm-hmm. Valeska, do you remember Ginger Lopez from season one? I am racking my brain and I cannot remember. Because, let me tell you, this wiki has a lot of information. So let me tell you about this. So, Ginger sat along Cheryl Blossom and Tina Patel as cheerleading tryouts commenced. Who the hell is Tina? Who is Tina? Let's look up Tina. Ooh, Tina's got a mean look on her. This was back when I hated Cheryl. Yeah, back in the the dark days. The dark Mm -hmm. days. Okay, let's see. What's the last sentence? you were supposed to hate Cheryl, right? Yeah. She was not a likable character. She got kicked off the squad. Um, the following night, the, stu- the like most students of Riverdale High, Ginger crashed Jughead's 16th birthday party and was never seen on the show after that. What happened that night? What happened at Jughead's 16th birthday party? Betty sang him a song and he got upset? Yep. Yep. That's happened. She was only in the first 10 episodes and she just disappeared. Now... The character in Katie Keene is okay. Yeah, so it, I had to I had to look this up because I wanted to make sure I was like identifying them correctly based on the the show. So it's in the show Katie Keene Ginger Lopez is the drag queen best friend uh, of Katie mm. Keene, who also like lives with her, and uh, it's played by a male actor who identifies on the show as a queer man, and then he performs as Ginger. Ginger, I guess, is his identity. So oh, interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. That's a very different, uh, very different type of show, uh, and a very different type of character, but using the same name. You're much more um, in tune with this than I am, for sure. Um, is Ginger Probably Lopez not. a character in the comics? Yeah, Ginger Lopez is a very, very minor character in the comics that showed mm. up around in the early two thousands. Uh, the only reason I know this is because I'm writing an article and she is one of the characters that's in the article. You can catch it in the next Grim Magazine. Ooh, oh. Look at that seamless plug. <laughs> uh, um, and is... Uh, so... Um, in, the, in the comics... In the, in the comics, like she's a, a cis woman. Yeah? Yeah, it's like okay. a, a... In the comics, it's a Latina, Latina woman character okay. who is like part of the, part of the group. Okay, so that's yeah. just the thing they did for uh, Katie Keene. Yeah, so Katie Keene, okay. uh, the the ethnicity is still there. Like, um, yeah, okay. uh, yeah. So he's still it's still a Latina person playing the character, but you know, it's uh, it's very interesting. It is very interesting, and there are definitely articles about how terrible it is that it happened. Someone's mad about it. Oh yeah, look, there's Someone's an article that says Ginger Lopez didn't need to be gender bent on Katie Keene. 
And I don't want to say think that about it right now. Everyone should be gender banned at all times. One, yes. Two, you didn't know who Ginger Lopez was. A hundred percent. I'm looking at this guy, Jay Ryman. Dude is like the whitest man I've ever seen. He like looks like I'm looking at the sun and I'm blind. You didn't know that. Um, but anyways, um, so that's a thing that I learned and a fun fact for all of you out there. Katie Keene is actually pretty good. I we'll, We will eventually do a Katie Keene. We were kind of dabbling about doing like a check-in with, uh, uh, you know. That lasted two episodes. Josie for every episode. But we kind of dropped that. And probably uh, a good reason for me dropping that is because I think the show is good enough to actually warrant being a podcast of its own. So mm. I think uh, similar to where in probably in a few weeks we're going to launch – after we finish up Riverdale season four, we're going to do a recap of the whole season. And then we're probably looking into uh, bringing a Sabrina show where we cover Yay! Sabrina similarly. And then um, we'll probably, by that time, by the time we're done Sabrina, or we might only get a season or two into Sabrina, uh, Riverdale will be back. And then we'll have, like, when Riverdale's on its off-season, we'll probably cover one of the other shows. Um, so that's uh I wouldn't mind just going back and note. forth between Sabrina and Riverdale, TBH. I mean, yeah. I mean, we could do that. 100%. We could do that. Um, Sabrina, a show I have seen episodes of, actually. That, but, but that would involve being a weekly pod. Like, you would have to podcast weekly, though, Velasca. Does your schedule allow that? Uh, let's talk about this off the pod. <laughs> Put they don't need to know my business. Right this minute, now or never. Come now in. or never. <laughs> Are there any? Okay, ask me a question about any character in the Archie universe, and let's figure out if they showed up on Riverdale. Uh, you know, Jason, do you have any favorites, and do you want to figure out any weird? Riverdale references? Uh, like, are you talking about, like, Archie characters uh, having never seen Riverdale? Are you talking... You're asking Archie characters if... and what the Riverdale versions are? Ooh. Give me a minute to think about that. I'm okay. gonna come up with something good. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so Ethel Muggs in the comics uh, was as actually dates back all the way to, like, being in the original, like, Archie's band. Like, so she's been around for, like, a long time. Wait, she was time. in the Archie's? Well, so... Because you were crying about the fact that Reggie wasn't on stage during the uh, final part of the Gee, Wicked Little Town episode. It was a disgrace. Crying you said that Hot Dog and Reggie should have been there, but if Ethel was in the band, mm. why weren't you crying about that? Ethel mm. was not in the band. Don't paint me as a terrible person. Ethel was not in the band, but she was around for certain songs. Uh, for example, in the Sugar Sugar song... Mm -hmm. The worst song is... ever, yep. Oh, yeah, it's not a great song. It's not I great. I love it. I love it because <laughs> I have terrible, terrible tastes. But in the version of the Archies, mm -hmm. um, basic in the Archies version, sorry, there is basically an assault that happens in the middle of the uh, picture, uh, like in the original story, because basically, in for whatever reason, uh, at one point, Ethel Mug says, Jughead, stop touching my body. Oh my god! That's a line in. The, that's a line in it. That's a line in it. I hear it every time I listen, and I'm like, "Oh goodness gracious! Hey, hey, maybe we, maybe we should just delete this. Like, what's going on here?" And like, Jughead is like chasing her, and you're like, "Oh, what? One, that's not Jughead great." Is a, Jughead is a burger sexual. Like, what's the deal with this? Like, <laughs> did he think that it? she was a hamburger? Mm, was he maybe. hallucinating? maybe possibly maybe he hadn't eaten in like four hours and he was like delirious with hunger yeah yeah that's true that's true um you heard i'm gonna give him first. a pass on that valeska is thinking about giving men a pass mm, okay <laughs> I, I think that's a probably yeah yeah it turns out i'm an mra so <laughs> <laughs> she's taking the red pill <laughs> um uh, so I'm going to name some characters, and I want I want to know um, off off you know I'm not huge uh, I've I've read some Archie comics, but like I'm not a huge Archie head. Um, so I'm going to use the Wikipedia, and I'm going to pull some characters. I'm going to ask you guys whether you think these characters are going to show up ever in Archie, or maybe they haven't. I just don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, Jingles, are we going to see Jingles in 
Do you know who Jingles is? What is Jingles? A magical elf in the employ of Santa Claus who often uh, shows up in Riverdale during Christmas season. It sounds like they change that into Jingle Jangle. <laughs> jingle, maybe Jingles is not Jingle Jangle. He often manages to use his magical powers to create happy endings. Jingle Jangle, definitely. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, Jingle Jangle is also like a band, like one of the songs of the Archies. So maybe mm-hmm. it is about... Much like Pennywise, adults cannot see Jingles. It's implied that Archie and the gang's interaction with Jingles will I'm someday sorry. come to an end. I'm sorry, this is 100% say, drugs. I'm sorry, does it say much like Pennywise? No, I know I added that. <laughs> okay, I was real fucking concerned. Because I'm like, what is this motherfucker doing? I, on the other <laughs> hand, like totally took that at face value and believed it. 100%. Jingles catchphrases, they all float. Um, sugar, we all sugar float plum. down here. Sugar plum, a sugar plum fairy who also appears at Christmas time to help spread Christmas cheer. Okay, These maybe stop listing the Christmas characters. No, oh, continue okay. only <laughs> referencing the Christmas. Sugar plum mainly interacts with Betty and Veronica. That's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would. I don't. I don't trust. I don't trust sugar plum. What's <laughs> what's sugar plum's mo? Get her, get her away from the children. Came away from the children. Um, I don't think we've seen the Veronicas though. That's something I do. You think we'll see the Veronicas as a music? Because the Veronicas is the uh, Jess and Lisa Origalasio become a pop duo called the Veronicas. Why are yeah, all the uh, band names named after like one character? Well, the mm. Veronicas is supposed to be taken from you know um, a spinoff of the Heather's, evidently. Hmm. 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 No, we'll never see them. No, okay. No. Um, Riverdale's not going to name something after a woman. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Segarinia, <laughs> pizza parlor owner who's Bob Pop's biggest rival. Wait, wait, what's the name? Segarinia? Segarini. How do you okay, how do you spell that? S-E-G-A-R-I-N-I. I don't think they're going to put Pops up against anyone. That sounds like Papa. Like that sounds like the the boys, though. That sounds like mm-hmm. all the boys from this season, like the bad boys. Do you, you remember, gonna... <laughs> like the guys who own the pizzeria slash arcade? You can't have like a stereotypical like Italian dude like in charge of. No, but like, like I think they, I think they probably took that idea and took that thing that exists. Oh my God, he is the most racist Italian character I have ever seen. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Worse than Mario. Um, no, uh, yeah, because he's like only food related. Like he can't plum. You don't plum <laughs> How about? Oh, um, you think we're gonna have a? In two thousand six, Betty began racing cars for Mister Lodge. So do you think we might get a Betty car racing? Uh, I hope so. They've, they've kind of like they've touched on her skill with uh, like mechanic well, stuff. Well, if you remember, back when her Mm. father was just a normal character, what they did is they fixed cars together because Mm. the guy was a normal character and not a serial killer. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that Mm. could happen. I mean, I I don't know what Hiram... Like, is Hiram Lodge just going to become, like, Dick Dastardly and be like... (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. I'd be for that. I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. Mm. Okay. Great. Well, that's some interesting characters. I like all of those. None of I, I'd be interested because like sometimes they take like ideas and they will put those in. I mean, obviously they take ideas and put them in. Andrew, that's how <laughs> writing from, works. Um, but sometimes they but, like kind of like shift them a little bit to make them a little yeah. more. How about this fitting um, for our because the Dixons, the Dixons character were pretty from much like Little Santorini. Archie Bubbles McBounce. Bubbles no McBounce. That is a bold star name. Bubbles, um, Bubbles McBounce was an that obese was, girl. That is the uh, rejected name for the Betty Jughead sex tape. <laughs> Bubbles McBounce. Listen, this is wor- this is worse. Bubbles McBounce was an obese girl from Little Archie. Oh, Being heavier no. than the other kids, she is oh, known for no. such moments as the time she saved the day by holding down an air balloon that risked taking Archie and the gang on a magical voyage. Oh, oh that risked taking them on a magical <laughs> oh, no, voyage? What? <laughs> What horrifying things exist in that magical plane? I wish I could describe to you what my face looks like right now. (laughs) 
What if they're like, we want to go on this magical way and Bubbles like bounces just fucking shit up for everybody. They're like, we're trying to go on a magical adventure, Bubbles. She's pissed off because they've been fat shaming her the whole time. <laughs> fair. Fair. And you, you know, know what? what? I'm Team Bubbles. Bubbles. I'm with you. Me too. Me too. As somebody New who's shirt. lived through that experience, Bubbles and I are brethren. We need to make that a new piece of merch. Mm-hmm. What, what? I'm trying to find pictures of Bubbles. Mc- oh, yep. That's Bubbles. Is she perfectly right. round? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, wait. Is that Veronica? No. Okay, I gotta look this up. Uh, I have I have another gem from Little Archie as well that I think we need to talk a couple a couple of gems from Little Archie. Oh, oh my God! All right, well here, listen. To, okay, listen to this one. Here's a clip from uh, from Bubble from Bubbles McBounce story. Uh, so Bubbles oh, cool. is sitting there, and it looks like Betty and Veronica, or like a blonde woman with buck teeth. So maybe that's not Betty. But anyways, it says, "I won't say that Bubbles is fat." But I'll take both tickets to get her into the movies. What? And then it I'll cuts to all the girls going, "What?" And then it cuts to, and then it literally cuts to Bubbles McBounce thinking about Satan. No joke, she is thinking about <laughs> Satan in the next panel. She like looks devilishly. She has like a devilish look, and then Satan is on her mind. So, yeah, yeah. Bubbles McBounce appears shit. in uh It's Satan is She was in a... Vixens, Wait, excuse me. Number two. Yeah, apparently she was in Vixens. I she have looks awesome. I have that. I have those comics. I should watch The, should, uh, the most this. outrageous thing about that strip is Satan, the Lord of Fire, is holding a lantern. Excuse me. Satan does not need a lantern to see in the dark, okay? Well maybe he's lighting it for someone else. He's nice. Oh, is that is that what he is for <laughs> bubbles? Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a good natured. He's good natured. Okay, what's the other little Archie this character? This is awful. This is awful. Poor Bubbles. Like, everything is devastating. Dude, in the end, Satan won, so... Ugh. Um, Mad Doctor Doom and Chester. Not to be confused with Marvel Comics Doctor Doom. Mad? Mad Doctor Doom is a green-skinned mad scientist who has terrorized Archie and the gang since they were children, as they constantly foil his plans of gaining great wealth and conquering the world. Doom oh. was assisted by Chester, his nitwitted teenage slacker of an assistant. Chester looks and acts like a stereotypical oh. 1950s juvenile delinquent. They both oh, made man. at least one appearance in the mainstream comics as well. If you Google this guy, um, <laughs> he is on some lists. Like, <laughs> you you don't let this guy near your kids. I'm going to say that right now. I'm going to say the look of this man's face. Oh, the, his body language. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. <laughs> Keep him away. Yeah. Keep him away. Although, I, I do, I am kind of glad that, like, if ever I was hired to be in, like, Riverdale, I could play this character, I guess. <laughs> like, I would be like, hey, it is me to ruin your day, my Doctor Doom. Have you seen... Have you looked up Chester Punkett as well? I mean, Chester oh Punkett is that what Chester Punkett is his assist, is Do- Mad Doctor Doom's assistant. So it's this little kid that hangs out with Mad Doctor Doom and oh, does his bidding. K- keep keep Chester. Oh Chester, you have some stories to tell the world, don't you? <laughs> oh Chester, poor Chester. Oh my. Mm-hmm. Oh my. Um, dude. Sue Stringley. What the, the fuck? Sue was a poor girl. I'm sorry. What was her last name? Stringly. Stringly? Yeah. All right. Sue was a poor little girl who knew Archie and the gang when they were young. Sue's family didn't have much money, and they lived in a shack near the railway. Despite she this, died, right? That's what that story is? She knew them when she was young, so she died. Despite this, Sue was an upbeat, cheerful girl who never complained or despaired over her predicament. Oh, that's, you know... That's the way to handle capitalism. You know, the that sounds of like capitalism yes. is just be happy she, about it. She was a victim born. of capitalism, and as a member of the working class, she did what all members of the working class should yep. do. She took it in stride and never complained. Mm-hmm. Well, most of the school students didn't want anything to do with her. Eventually, Sue became good friends with little Archie and Veronica. Her father was sometimes said to be working in a pickle plant. Sue also lived next to a coal mine. In one story, what? she was called a cousin of Veronica Lodge. Although her hair is blonde, she bears a resemblance to Big Ethel. After a long hiatus right after Evelyn Evernever returns, Sue Stringley reappears as a teenage secret agent who rescues Archie and befriends Betty and Veronica. She's the 
OG F- junior FBI agent. I mean, agent there's a precedent, I guess. In a recent issue of Betty and Veronica Digest, she also appears as a teenager when she tries to get a date with Reggie. He, thinking of the skinny girl from his school, his childhood, fakes sickness. Archie, the kind teen he is, takes Archie's place with his childhood friend. Little do they know, Sue has grown into an attractive woman who they both swoon over. Wow, that's a great lesson to teach people. They're mm. sexy now. It's okay to be creepy. <laughs> it's all right if you're poor. Maybe you'll be hot one day. Maybe you'll be hot one day. So I took a look. So it turns <laughs> out in the um, the person who said that rude thing about the bouncy McBubbles lady um, was actually Evelyn Evernever because I'm now looking at her little Archie design. And apparently she was only a little Archie. But yeah, she is the one with the buck teeth who is blonde mm. with a little bow tie who is, you know, saying it would take two two tickets in order it to... does say evelyn has a inferiority complex so mm, yep that would that that'd be it that'd be it wendy williams is the other one who looks like she is an wendy 80 year old 10 year old yeah i wonder what our riverdale names would be um probably you know jason jalopy I, I don't know if you guys know but like wendy williams is like a talk show host here who's like basically a crackhead wendy williams i knew that Mm -hmm. you knew that yeah Mm -hmm. she is um, i'm very cultured good for you (laughs) um i you know she looks fine i don't know No, she's a piece of trash oh she's bad okay Uh, i i don't like her she bad don't Um, cancel me yeah (laughs) Yeah. um one uh, one day um You know, you should you should look up. There's a, I believe it's on YouTube. There's a um, phone call conversation between Wendy Williams and Whitney Houston, the Queen Whitney Houston, before she passes away. Where um, uh, Whitney's completely fucked up, but she like just cusses Wendy Williams out, and it's beautiful. You do it sometime. <laughs> Is it as beautiful as this image I'm about to share, both of you, about a apparently a real Archie comics cover? Um, because the answer is going to be no. It's definitely not. I can't wait. It's definitely not going to be good. The the, the horror that we will... I, I want to um, petition for Bubbles McBounce to be the new patron saint of this podcast. I'm into it. You know it. what? She, she could be. We should have a Bubbles McBounce tier on Patreon. <laughs> Is that a segue into the announcement? You could take a hot air balloon ride with one of the... On a magical adventure. <laughs> yes, you could you could come with us on a magical adventure, but be aware, both Andrew and Jason will make it so you cannot take off a la <laughs> <laughs> So Andrew just sent us a picture of Archie's bulge in a what? pair of diapers. <laughs> you know what? It's quite a bulge. It's like um, he has a David face Bowie like a labyrinth bulge almost. W. C. Fields when he played the um, Humpty Dumpty <laughs> egg in Alice in yeah. Wonderland in 1933. Wow, That's that is a, a reference only for me. No, no, I I got that reference. You got that reference? No, mm-hmm. oh, nice. I only got that reference because she made us watch it, and it was a good. Oh, movie. I've seen that. Yes, yes. It's, well, you were back when it was like you were alive when it was released. <laughs> I was, so. yeah, I was, uh, I was actually thirty-five when that came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, no. You and the nineteen hundreds are really the same. <laughs> so, um, for anyone who wants to look it up, we are looking at. Um, uh, don't Archie Perfect. number don't. eleven. <laughs> He is dressed up as a baby walking out of a fraternity he's trying to join. And um, Jughead looks like he smoked approximately (laughs) two pounds of weed in this picture. And he's just hanging out looking at Archie's ass. Or he just has like the meat sweats. (laughs) We're not really sure what's going on. He ate so many hamburgers Mm -hmm. that he just had to go take a look at Archie's ass. Did you eat too many hamburgers? Oh, well. Um, you need to. He says, "Don't." Just worry. because I said Jughead doesn't mean you need to bring your cat into this bulge. Hey, conversation, fuck you! Right? I'm gonna do. Oh, what? No, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, and the caption says, "Dang it!" Or darn it! Excuse me. <clears throat> excuse me. Don't want to misquote. Darn it! The things a guy has to do just to join a fraternity. Also, there's a subtitle of the um, comic book, "The Mirth of a Nation." Yeah. Which just has like <laughs> bad connotations all thing. around. That's quite a thing. That's quite a thing. And I do want to point out this is, appears to be beta fraternity. So. Yeah, I have to say there beta. are like so many things that are wrong with this picture. 
Uh, Birth of a Nation is number one. Mm -hmm. Um, You cannot make a pun from Birth of a Nation ever. You really shouldn't. (laughs) You really shouldn't. Hey, if there's a will, there's a way. Oh my god. (laughs) When when is this comic from? Uh, It doesn't have a date, does it? No, I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm going to look up. I mean, not that there's any time you should make a Birth of a Nation. uh, Uh, Okay, Archie Comics, number 56, The Birth of a Nation from 1952. Uh, Although it has a different cover. So I think there was a whole series of Archie Comics that were called. A whole series of Birth of a Nation? Yeah, yeah, for 100% there was. 100%. It was apparently in like the 50s that was like a thing that they had. That's going to be Joe Rogan's next stand up uh, name. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, of course. Fuck you. Joe Joe Rogan and PewDiePie are going to go on. Oh, fuck. I bet you. I bet you it's going to be rolling in fucking cash (laughs) and being like, oh, we got so high off of all the money we just made. Whoa, man. Um, Okay, guys. I'm going to. We're going to eventually. PewDiePie, you ever tried DMT? I have a, I have a very important thing to share with you. Um, this will be the final cover I'm going to send send you, and your lives will never be the same. And it had, and it poses a very important question to us all. Uh, I just want to point out that the <gasps> URL for the so... website is toplessrobot.com. What? Yeah, I mean, hey man, robots free the free the robots. Okay, it is a comic book cover. Jughead number three twenty seven. Uh, which one is the real Jughead? It asks. There are two, well, one Jughead like character and one punk Jughead character. So can they're I either dancing the or fighting. Can I tell you what the name of that character is? Yeah. Do you know? Um, because I was just looking at this. <clears throat> During the late 1980s and early 1990s, Jughead got a skate punk makeover. At this time, he was called Sassy Thrasher. (laughs) What? (laughs) Um, I'd also like to point out that there is a punk version of Hot Dog the Dog that has... Yes! Um... Basically, like, streaks of purple, yellow, pink, and orange in his fur... Yeah, man. He's a progressive. He's the Pride Month. Though. And also, apparently, the punk version of Archie is a skinhead? <laughs> well, I mean, punk That's the mirth or... of a nation right there. It's the beginning of the Red Circle. <laughs> and, vigilante and what group. if, like, what is punk? Punk Betty almost, like, looks like she's Nancy, like, from Sid and Nancy. Yeah. No, she yeah, doesn't. Sid. Sid. No, she does not look cool enough for that. Let's be real. Punk Betty could care. get it. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying Punk Betty couldn't get it. <laughs> Look at all these other Jugheads that are like in the uh, upper corner, which shows like all these different looks of Jughead. Like there's one where he uh, looks like he's in like he's dressed like the Joker. He's about to like put Batman in a vat of acid. <laughs> Did they ever have like Archie paper dolls in like the fifties? Oh, they they probably did. I bet you they had, like, old Mego dolls. 100%. What did the writer... The writer's room just got together and was like, what the fuck are we going to do with Jughead? Let's have Jug. Let's Jughead have a makeover episode <laughs> issue. Okay, this yeah, is also... That. Let's, let's keep in mind, this is, like, Quaalude Central, right? Like, they are going crazy. Um, I'm so to sad this, I missed out on the Quaalude age. Was Jughead in a sp- Gator Punk makeover, but was a she? So... Oh, it's progressive. Oh. Yeah. Oh. We well, like this. I'm, I'm down for this thrasher later. Yeah. She yeah. was very rebellious and fond of skateboarding. I mean, I'm down. You I'm know down. what? This is cool. This is I'm cool. For it. Oh, these think... other people um, are considered the Potholes, a heavy metal band and friends of Jughead when infatuated with the skateboard. I gotta culture. say, the Potholes mm. is a better name than the Archies. The four band members that we see here are Scum, Slime, Scud, and Slug. What? Um, yeah, those are names. You, you, and you then know. Jughead quit hanging out with them and they vanished. Yeah, 100% that is going to happen in Riverdale. 1,000% he's not going to pass Scum. school or some shit and he's going to be like, Yeah, now I'm a cool skater punk, okay? I don't, I don't, I don't get involved in, you know, normal gang stuff. I'm in a skate gang. And he's got like, got, like, cool moves and stuff. He's, like, halfway there. Yeah, he is. 
Yes. Do you think we'll see Aquarius, a hippie student with a laid-back outlook on life, a strict vegetarian, quote, I don't dig zapping animals for food and rags, man. He polarized Ooh, the Archie gang with his views, so far as we're allowed within Archie Comics, of course, but hadn't been seen since the 1970s. You know what? That Aquarius. sounds like the cult. It sounds like the farm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, guess what, guys? You know what? This just I, Me Googling that, you know what that led to us? What? A deep dive into the zodiac signs of every Riverdale character. I thought you were going to say the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> I got really excited for a second. Uh, me too. I was very okay. excited. Uh, Valeska, mm-hmm. what do you think Veronica is? Leo. Or Aries. No. No, Veronica is such a Capricorn. What? This is an article from Nylon.com. Uh, and it is written by... I disavow this article. Gala M- But I want to hear what it says. Yeah, okay. So let me let me see this. So she's Capricorn Sun, Aries Moon. Listen, you might take one look at Veronica Lodge with all her black wardrobe and her sexy shenanigans and yell out, Scorpio! But you'd be wrong. Oh. Scorpios are subtle, my friend. They slither in when a room darkens and fuck up your whole life. Veronica is anything but subtle. She lives in the material world, and she's a material girl. She wants what she wants, and she has a very calculated plan to get it because Veronica Lodge is nothing if not an informed consumer. That website is coming for Scorpios. Okay, this is an interesting sentence I'm about to read. That's what makes her a sexy Capricorn, a total femme daddy, the kind that arrives with gifts. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Okay, I'll read it again. That's what makes her a sexy Capricorn, a total femme daddy. I am the adopting kind... that and using that for every bio ever. <laughs> <laughs> you may all refer to me as femme daddy from now on. I will. <laughs> femme daddy Leska. Um, That's amazing. The kind that arrives with gifts for when you're sad and headbutts anyone who tries to harm you. Speaking of headbutt, I'd like to propose that Ronnie carries with her an Aries moon, which makes a likelihood that she'll lock horns with you twice as nice. Just ask Reggie. See, so I get like a half point there. Ronnie isn't afraid of a fight she believes in, and her Aries moon shines through both seasons. From the episode where Chuck slut shames her, I don't follow the rules, I make them, and when necessary, I break them, to her ultimate refusal to fold neatly into her family's story. Hey, Valeska, what, what, what's your sign? Pisces. Okay, let's see. Let's see if you have any, um, any Pisces in here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Congrats, you're Tony Topaz. Nice. It's not just Tony's mermaid hair that makes her a Pisces. I mean, that's my law, but you've What's mermaid Although hair? Although it doesn't hurt. Truth is, Tony is just as likely to be an Aquarius with a look like that. And so I'm spit it, splitting it at Pisces Moon, Aqua, Pikey, Pisces Sun, Aqua Moon. For the sake of variance, that makes me so sure Tony is flooded with Pisces waters, has everything to do with her attraction to evil Queen Cheryl. She's not evil, fuck you. Tony, new girl in town, no she's not, she's been there forever, arrives on the scene and spots a flaming archer. Particular, practically rips open her chest and yells, shoot here Cheryl, I know your aim is true. Only a Pisces can stand to be called the Sapphic Serpent. A I feel so seen. Serpent. And spy the pain beneath the cruelty of a Leo, Leon, Leon, and lesbian, and tend to it with equal parts tenderness than measured restraint. Unlike other water sign, as Pisces need only make herself of use once or twice before love is thrown at her feet. She relax her role until she needs to break you out of prison. Tony's Aquarius moon is highly interested in supporting unlikely love interests. What is more, it's fully interested in supporting other unlikely scenarios like serpent revolutions and can be credited for her yelling tell her to go to hell while being tied up at knife point jason mm-hmm. what your sign leo okay, okay. naturally but why is, <laughs> what does that mean how dare you second one second i gotta scroll back up if i can okay okay oh please i hope it's archie i'm just looking <laughs> at archie's not a leo 
<laughs> you jerk. Yeah, okay, let's see, let's see. Okay, you're Cheryl Blossom. Oh, nice. There is no <laughs> world in which Cheryl isn't a Blossom, IMO. Not only with her take charge fireball energy and her signature right. red mane, Cheryl is the queen of her queendom, the bitch on top, and she's not interested in compromise. If you hurt her, you're going to get hurt. And if you stand in the way of her light, she's going to make sure you feel the fire of her fury. In every scene, you can bet on Cheryl making an appearance just to round out the drama and make herself the center of it, which makes the fact that Cheryl is also deeply sensitive and painfully insecure a little difficult to reconcile with, but not outside the realm of Leo behavior. A Leo needs to be adored, and when they're not, they can resort to self-sabotage. That explains most of Jason's podcasting career. Don't talk about the bitch on top that way. Cheryl's Gemini Moon makes sabotage a fun game where information is a tool and a weapon. This all tracks for Jason. Gemini anger is nothing (laughs) to sneeze at. Look again at the scene where Cheryl, feeling left out of a couple's weekend, reveals a secret kept between Betty and Archie, just to make sure that if she's not having fun, then no one is. When Tony rightly points out that Cheryl might be acting from a place of pain, Cheryl falls back on her Leo pride, brushes her off, and storms out despite desperately craving companionship fascinating fascinating mm. you guys want to know you want to know about me yeah yeah um i'm betty well what what's that you i'm cancer <laughs> it's why i've never got into i've never got into astrology because that's cancer why? murders everyone and i'm just that's like the reason? it's no fun for me i'm just like cancers I just are so sensitive I just think of all these dead people when I read my sign. Oh. It makes me sad. Betty has cancer written all over her. See, I don't like that sentence. I don't want that sentence said about me. That soft pout. I'm a soft pout. Nice pout. And her pastel Do you want one of us to read palette, this? Which somehow always looks comforting and never twee. Betty may look like a good girl, but one thing she's really good at protecting is the one she loves. There's you, Juggy. There's you. I love you. I love you. Um, with her eyes already welling up, she's ready to show up at the biker bar and at the podium if it means defending you and your cause. Betty loves checking in on her loved ones. Hey guys, how you doing? You guys are my loved ones. How you doing? And wants to believe in the ultimate goodness of people. Is he talking to people. us or the cats? I'm uh, the cats. Clearly the cats. I, sorry, only cat. Kevin is at the vet right now, and I'm worried oh. about him. Uh, but fool her once, and you're out of her good graces forever. Remember the way she growled at Cheryl? Get out of my house before I kill you. That's cancer anger. Or murderous, I guess. And it blends ferociously with her Scorpio moon. That darkness she keeps hinting at, she carries within her. Moons are a private business. But Betty's moon is more than just private. It's a secret underworld. Making its first appearance at the Chuck Bait pool party, wearing a black wig, a bustier, and a psychotic break. Betty's Scorpio moon is the Nancy Drew decoder book through which the Black Hood communicates with her. It's what makes her a sleuth and a keeper of secret. It's the serpent in her. The one who's willing to make a sacrifice of another person. The thing that winds her around a pole when she stands before a crowd, proving her devotion to Jughead and the bad side of the tracks. Wow. Yeah, that's some stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. Pretty good. Well, let's see. Any any other questions? No, I um just reading through this Wikipedia, I want to point out that um in the comics, evidently Tony's nickname is Two Fisted Tony, which I have to say, you know, good for Cheryl. I was just gonna say it kind of goes with the Fem Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> True Fem Daddy, Fem Daddy crib. Two Fisted Tony. Wow. There you go. Alice is a Virgo sun. Hal Cooper is a Pisces. He's not. (laughs) He's faking it. (laughs) Oh, I'm also Fred, I guess. So Fred is a cancer man. There you go. Okay. We've learned a lot today, guys. We've learned a lot. For an episode where we didn't really talk about anything, I feel uh, feel really refreshed. I, I actually think I've yeah, I learned more on this episode than I ever have um, in a podcast where I've never watched a single episode of a show. We got Guys, some great nicknames out of it. there's a Riverdale Astrology Tumblr account. Of course there Riverdale is. Astrology. I wish they had a Riverdale tarot deck. 
That would be fun. That would be fun. We should try Who to find Google? one, and then I will do readings for all of us on the next uh, oh, Relaxed I Fit episode. This. I love it. I love it. I want. I want. I want to be a uh, red. <laughs> well, let us RPG. get. Let us get to the point of this episode. The real. Forty-eight meat. minutes in, we're gonna get to the point. <laughs> Much quicker than we usually. Typical milkshakes. <laughs> Typical milkshakes. Okay. Okay. I can't have mimosas anymore, so just milkshakes now. We are launching a brand new Patreon account. So if you really liked all the nonsense you just heard... There'd be much more nonsense to come. Yes, exactly. There's a lot of really cool tiers. So we have a, a various set of tiers. So at, starting at $3, uh, we might add a $1 tier. If you're interested in that, let me know. Maybe message me and we'll figure something out. Uh, but the, bold, uh, the $3 a month tier is the Bulldog tier. And that will get you a brand new uh, bi-weekly podcast that's going to cover uh, various Archie comic shorts. Excuse me. Archie comic shorts from various digests uh, and that will be definitely a lot we'll be working with Alex um, you've heard Alex on the podcast many a times but if you've seen his house like 90% of his house is filled with Archie digests so it's basically like he's just gonna like pull something out of his uh, bathroom or out of his bookshelf and just like really educate us at some weird Archie you know, digests. Which very be, excited about that. Which will be very fun to see. Because there's a lot of weird fucking Archie comics. Definitely, definitely. And that also uh, will get you a shout-out at the end of every show. So basically at the end of every show, I'm going to do a full Patreon shout-out from the $3 tier all the way to the higher one. The second one is the $5 a month tier. And that one gets you everything that the other one gets. Um, now, you'll also you get should also episode... give it the name of it. <laughs> it's the Vixens tier, of course. It's a vixen mm-hmm. tier. And that one will actually get you uh, epi- uh, bonus episodes of my other podcast, Triassic Park, where we're looking at classic episodes of TV shows, and that will be coming out monthly. Um, so that's anything with dinosaurs in a TV. And then you'll also be access to a monthly live stream where who knows what we'll be doing. It'll be something fun. We'll figure out something to do uh, for the live stream, and uh, you can kind of hang out with us for an hour. Who knows who it will all include. It'll definitely include me, but, uh, you know, uh, other other members. When I, I have some ideas for this. We can we can talk about yeah, this. Yeah, it can just be like chats. It can be general things. I can, yeah. I can start reading trivia. You know, it can just be relaxed fit episodes. Like, we can just do what we do now and, like, right now, and it'll be like a relaxed fit kind of thing. So that will be cool. Um, along with that, you'll be able to participate in polls. So we'll have options to, you know, have polls up if you want to kind of dictate where the show goes uh you can have a little bit of a say into what we cover so that will be kind of fun uh now obviously we're not changing the format of the show like it'll be the off riverdale episodes that you can vote on because you know riverdale is riverdale we gotta we gotta do that um and there's also our highest tier which is 25 dollars a month that's the glamberger egg enthusiast Mm. This is for all you Hiram Lodges out there who can somehow afford to pay $25 a month. This one is limited to two people, basically, uh, because you get all the other bonuses, but you can actually request an episode, and if you want to guest on the episode, you can guest on the episode. And you can do that uh, once a month, pretty much, and uh, you pretty much will have direct control over the show. Um, because there's only two entries, so we will kind of alternate between what show that'll get and so that you're not dictating all of it and so people can still have a, a vote in the poll, right? So you're not just going to get to choose the two episodes we choose and then remove the poll option. So there are, there are other podcasts available like Triassic Park. You might get to choose that if you wish. If that's a thing that you wish to choose as well. So we'll work out with that. But there's only two people allowed for that just so we don't kind of like go crazy um, and maybe if we do get two people who are interested, uh, there could be bonus episodes every month. So, you know, things like that. Um, so there also is some goals that we have. And I think that's probably where the, the most fun is going to be had and why I think people might actually really want to go in on this. Because we can kind of see where this podcast could go. And uh, it will be pretty interesting. 
So let's start our first month. Uh, the first tier is to get fifty dollars a month, and I'm rebooting the Bodern cast like fully. So it'll come out bi-weekly again. Dern cast mm. is back. People have been missing the Dern cast because I accidentally combined it with this feed uh, and fucked up all of the optics. So I might have to change the name from the Dern cast to something else because of what happened. But it will be back, and I will uh, come up with a whole new feature and way of doing things for that uh and obviously that will become open to you get to choose what we talk about as well so that's another bonus of that if you are the 25 dollar a month tier person a hundred dollars a month we're gonna do a riverdale audio adventure which will be accessed only by people who are patron so we're gonna write and we're gonna act in a riverdale adventure if that hits uh as soon as we hit a hundred dollars that's when we're gonna start producing that because like you know we're not just gonna start producing that just out of the blue <laughs> so it's a lot it's gonna be a lot of work so we'll pretty much make sure that we reach that goal and once we reach that goal is when we will start producing speak for that. yourself i've been writing it since the very beginning <laughs> uh, of course because you write the fucking show goddamn right i do um and then five hundred dollars a month we will make jason watch season one of this show with us and do a patreon only podcast on his adventure as Jason yeah, goes. I, yeah, I mean, I think... Will it be a commentary um, kind of series? Yeah, well, that's kind of what I'm thinking of. Like, I think um, maybe we'll do a live stream. I yeah, like it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can do, like, Netflix watch parties or something. Like, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do something really fun for that. Um, and it'll be a Patreon-only adventure if we do hit $500. If we hit $2,000 a month, we're writing a fucking book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I can write a book. I can write a book right now, but I want two thousand dollars first. <laughs> no, 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 I read it, but you can write a book. Well, of course, I didn't say. Well, <laughs> part of that thing is like it doesn't say anyone's gonna read the book. It just I'm gonna write it. I'm not even gonna release it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna write the book. I'm gonna keep it in <laughs> my own good. home. I'm gonna keep it by myself and read it to read it to everyone who comes over. But you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna release it. <laughs> it will obviously be a. A book that gets released, but um, we ha- I have some fun. That's called a here. manifesto, I believe. Um, have you listened to this podcast very long? Fair, fair. Fair, fair, fair. So what do you think of that, fellow compatriots through the potosphere? Are you asking be, us? Yeah, you're my fellow compatriots through the potosphere. Sorry, it just sounded a lot grander than just me and Jason. Well, yeah, I did. I mean, you guys are pretty <clears throat> I mean, I feel I, um, fine. I feel great. Well, wow. I'm I, right. You know what? I'm I'm really glad that I got so much energy from Valeska. She feels fine. <laughs> it's fine. This is I could give know. her. I could take or leave it. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's out um, there. I look forward to being forced to watch Riverdale. Oh yeah, just wait, just wait. And of course, like if we start hitting, like if we realistically, if we somehow hit that five hundred dollar tier. I'm going to probably add a few tiers in between the, like, $1,000 thing and $2,000 just to, you know, have fun. Like, most of those are just, like, in the way far future. I don't expect us to hit that anytime soon. Uh, Unless, like, I don't know, someone's laundering money and they want to do it through a Riverdale podcast somehow. Hey, hey, yeah, I mean, hey, we'll take it. Hey, we'll take mob money. Yeah. 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 You won't get it back, but, you know, Papa Poutine, man. We'll trick Mm -hmm. you. Trick you. With that's, the Papa that's... Poutines of the internet. We exactly. will take <laughs> your mafia money. Hell yeah. So, yeah, we'll be launching that Monday. Um, as you listen to this, we'll, we'll be launching that Monday. Uh, mainly because um, this weekend there are much more important fundraisers that are occurring, and I'd prefer to have the attention go on that before we release our podcast Patreon page. Um, and if I, you can't I... give, that's okay. Even sharing or liking or giving us five stars or shooting us an email is awesome. And if you can, any amount is great. So it's really appreciated. And nobody else has any comments on it. So where can we find you guys on the internet? Jason. Um, you know, uh, bad tooth for you. Uh, Twitter. Sometimes I write for bloody good horror. Um, you know, that's it. That's it. Nothing else to talk about right now. Swanky, man. Swanky. Um, God tier darkness femme. Wait, what was it? Fem daddy. No. Fem daddy. Fem daddy. <laughs> v the fem daddy Leska. Um, where uh, can we find you? I'm currently on a bit world? of a Twitter break, but uh, I am at bitchcraft.to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
follow or don't, I will probably be back on at some point. And look, gonna... look forward wait, wait. to her coming back and having Femme Daddy somewhere in her bio. <laughs> I'm going to say right now, if we have $2,000 a month in Patreon subscribers, I am officially changing my name to AJ Applegate. UK, you, you say me. that? You say that, but you never know, right? Like, we, I don't know, like, one of us might save a puppy or something and accidentally become famous and, like... Then we like you. Someone, one of us could accidentally become an influencer, or uh, in Valeska's case, she could probably make a planned uh, attack to become an influencer true. and take over she, the world. She, yes, that's true. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I maybe... feel like she's going to do that just to make it force me to change my name. To <laughs> I feel like that. <laughs> no plans in doing that until this very moment. Valeska so. sets up like a Nathan for you style, like <laughs> complicated series of events that get us into becoming. <laughs> famous enough so that you have to change your name i mean i'm in quarantine what else am i gonna do with my time oh god oh man dem fem daddy ways they they can't be controlled speaking of people who can't be controlled follow us on twitter at m podcast m or email us at milkshakes and mimosas at gmail.com you can rate us five stars on any platform that allows for rating systems and as always i would love for you to share the podcast with a friend if you find it gives you some natural guffaws thank you and as always blame the cw goodbye bye goodbye